재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Well, as we know, tens of thousands of protesters held a massive rally against governmental policy. Uh, this occurred a couple of weekends ago. Uh, there was some violence. Uh, the government did say they have a zero-tolerance policy in what they deem to be illegal protests. Uh, the police used water cannons to disperse crowds, and one protester in a viral video that a lot of people have seen was rendered unconscious by that water cannon attack. That has raised safety concerns about the usage of water cannons. So we're going to talk about how other countries deal with the issue. The UK government has uh, now said that they will not use water cannons uh, in that country. And to join us and give us more insights on this from the Institute for the Study of Conflict Transformation and Social Justice at Queen's University, Dr. Neil Jarman is on the line. Hello. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, the okay. UK government has recently said the um, use of water cannons on streets uh, in England and Wales will no longer be uh, a part of their policy. Uh, what led the government to uh, announce this? I understand this was already in the books, right? Um, no, no th- there was arguments being made after the riots in London in 2011 that, that water cannon would be um, a useful addition to the police equipment. And the Mayor of London... Um, bought some water cannon and wanted to use them, <coughs> wanted to allow the police to use them. Now, the, 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 the British government decided that they felt that the water cannon were inappropriate. They, they gave three reasons for this. One was that although the water cannon were a, a less lethal option, they could still be dangerous. They still had a risk of serious injury. And they cited a case in Germany where a protester had been hit by a water cannon and, and lost, the, lost his eyesight. The second reason, they said, was that water cannons are tactically limited. They're not very mobile. They maybe work in certain circumstances, but generally they weren't very useful. And the third option was that they raised the issue of how using a water cannon would impact on people's perceptions of the police and whether mm. it would, would, it would impact on uh, the British principle of, of policing with consent. And I think in this context, you know, the British police have a, have a relatively limited use of, of weaponry. They don't have a water cannon up to date. They don't use uh, tear gas. Mm. They don't have plastic bullets. And so there's a whole range of options where the British, the British government have said, you know, that the, the police should be, um, you know, these are not appropriate weapons for the British police to use in, in riot situations or public order situations. Has there been any counter-arguments? Are there any resi- uh, people who, who resist this kind of a change where they do feel that, uh, unfortunately, we do still need to use water cannons um, in, in the case of an unruly crowd? Are, are there detractors? There, there, there are some, some of the police officers. Um, I think it's split the police officers. Some have said that they would like it, it as an option. And, and others have said they would, even if it was offered, they would never use it. Now, there is one part of the UK where they do use water cannon, which is in Northern Ireland. Mm. And that they, they have six water cannon, and they've used them um, fairly frequently over a number of years. But there's a different context in Northern Ireland from the other parts of the UK. And, he, and here, where they, where they bought and have used water cannons, they were seen as... Um, a scaling down of the use of force that was being used where the police had been using plastic bullets previously. And water cannon there are used in very set-piece 
situations. They 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 know where the trouble is going to be on certain in certain areas. Sorry, that's my fire alarm mm. testing in the background. Um, they know where the water cannons, uh, the, the crowd is, the disorder is going to be in certain areas, and the water cannon is maybe used there not to disperse the crowd, but maybe just to keep them away from close to being close to the police. Right. And I've seen them deployed there in, in many occasions, and as far as I'm aware, there have not been any serious injuries to people. They really may be used to deter people from getting too close to the police. In your view, what would be a more effective way or more effective methods to try and control crowds, whether it is dispersal or whether it is, as you say, uh, to, to control the crowd so much so they don't get too close? Well, I think one of the things you have to look at is, is why you're getting into a situation that you know, the police need to use these, these levels of weapons. And what we've seen from policing studies and studies of, of crowds and, and mass demonstrations is very often that the use of force leads to a, a process of escalation. Whoever's using that force in the in the first place, um, and that you know that the, the crowds may, if they're expecting a, a violent reaction from the police or an aggressive reaction from the police, um, they will become more aggressive themselves. You spoke in your introduction about the, the government's unwillingness to tolerate um, illegal demonstrations right. in, in, in Korea. Now, work I do across the European Union on the policing of, of demonstrations, the principles that the European Union, uh, the European Court of Human Rights has established, that as long as a demonstration remains peaceful, it should be allowed to take place, even if it is illegal or has broken mm. some of the laws. It, it's better to, to, to worry about um, protecting public order or risk of disorder than it is to worry about the illegality of demonstrations. So you need to work back more towards um, thinking about how you approach demonstrations in the first place. And if the demonstrations are going to be peaceful, even if they're disorderly, uh, even if they cause a bit of disruption, as long as they're not violent and aggressive, then you should allow them to take place. And sometimes you find the situation that a peaceful demonstration may be illegal and the police decide mm. it's got to be dispersed or it's got to be constrained in some way, which then will lead to an escalation of the problem. Here in Korea, as uh, you probably are aware, there's been some controversy. Uh, there was a massive rally. There was an elderly gentleman uh, who was um, hit with a water cannon. He, his head hit the, the concrete on the ground. He was rendered unconscious. Uh, a lot of people now, especially from the opposition, are calling for a banning of the use of water cannons. It's become a politically charged issue because a lot of these protesters, according to the, the government's point of view, is that, well, they're, they're rabble-rousers. These are professional protesters they're kind of there they make their living uh, just just causing disorder and they're apt to be violent and we have no other way to control them and uh, if they're all smeared with this leftist sort of uh, uh, I suppose in, in their view taint it, it kind of becomes a very politically polarizing issue to even suggest otherwise yes yes I, 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 can, ima I can imagine that well in, in, uh, coming back again to the situation in Northern Ireland <clears throat> where the water cannons are used what happens in situations where use of police use force and there is an injury, it gets referred to an independent body to investigate whether the police response or the police behavior was appropriate. Now, I don't know if that's the situation in, 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 in Korea. Mm -hmm. 
but certainly having an ex exterior body looking at the um, the cause of the injury, whether the policing uh, approach was appropriate, whether it was proportionate, whether it complied with human rights framework. Um, all of that is, is part of um, the, the, the approach taken in Northern Ireland to, in, to ensure that if, if water cannon is used, it's used in a, in a legitimate and legal way. I think one of the concerns you have is that water cannon can, the impact of a water cannon can depend very much on the pressure that's set. Um, and depending on whether you're trying to literally push people back with a high-pressure jet or whether you're just trying to, to soak them and to keep them back from the police lines, there's, there's, there's differences of, of approach. Mm. Um, so in some senses, the, having an external body investigate and, and look at the options may be one of the, the, the ways forward. Right. We are going to have to leave it there. Dr. Jarman, thank you very much for your time and your expertise. You're welcome. Dr. Neil D D Jarman from Queen's College. Let's turn now to Soul City News.